everybody, this is pro wrestling legend Jim Cornette, and you're listening to The Rough House. Behold, a podcast for the ages, recorded live from the interdimensional terror vortex of their subterranean dwellings comes the Rough House Podcast version 3.0. Two galactic warriors put down their war hammers and battle axes to perform a more noble task, complaining about professional wrestling on internet purchased microphones. Now with more Simpsons references and Kota Ibushi thirst. This is the Rough House Podcast with Marty and Christoph. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Rough House Podcast, episode number 344, recording date October 22, 2023. Hello, I am Marty. I'm Christoph. Hey, everybody. Uh, hey, hey, everybody. Thank hey, you. Hey, Thank you. Thanks, for, hey, thanks for tuning into the morning zoo, recording on a Sunday morning. It is October 22nd, 10 14 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Yeah, and in case you're wondering, the phrase that pays this week is I don't have one. Um, Anyway, hi everyone. Uh, I, I'm Marty. That's Chris. Uh, yeah. This is the Pro Wrestling Podcast. If this is your first time joining us, welcome. If you've been around for a while, thank you. If you support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash roughhouse podcast, thank you even more. Double thank you. Real quick, uh, there were some funky audio issues on last week's episode. We uploaded a, a new version to fix said problems. So if yes. you have the crummy version, just re-download uh, or yeah. not, you know, whatever works for you. Uh, yeah. But uh, we are kicking off this week with some breaking news. A little oh. bit just before we uh, 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 got everything going, we were reading about this. So let's get into it. And now it's time for the Rough House Podcast. Thank you, Scott Wyckoff. Pulling that out for the first time in a long time, and now more accurate than ever. Yeah. Last night, Impact Wrestling, Bound for Glory 2023 in Chicago, Illinois. Mm -hmm. CM Punk did not show up for, no. for those. No, he was in the Blackhawks game. Yeah. Uh, a Steel, though, apparently working as an agent backstage now. Uh-huh. Okay. So, Infiltrating from uh, from so, underneath yeah, we're here. Just, we're just getting in there. But uh, well, what he has to do is he has to go in there and, um, you know, prepare for fights. You know, yes. he's got to go in there and prepare yeah. like, okay, this room will be good. This group of people will yeah. be good for the first fight. Yeah, and then, you know, the dust will settle. Don West will say that he's under um, fear for his life. And then we'll have a second fight. Oh, it was, oh, I'm sorry. He's yeah. the dead one. Sorry. No, okay. I, I never, I didn't see this shows hey, you how much of impact in, okay. in TNA I've watched. It's okay. Who's the who's the main guy there? Uh, well, now Tom Hannafin. Or wait, you mean the backstage? The, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Scott Demore. Demore, that's yes. the one. Sorry, apologies yes. to the family of Don West. It's all good. It's all good. If anyway, uh, yeah, Ace is just walking around backstage and catering, like trying to like see whose arms he can bite. He's just going ah ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like oh, okay. he's just prepping. He's prepping. Anyway, yeah. he's making a list. Bound for Glory last night. All indications it was a hell of a show. People in particular uh, speaking very highly of the Will Ospreay and Speedball match. And, How did Ospreay end up in Impact now? Uh, New Japan. New Japan has a has an ongoing thing with Impact. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, and the main event, Alex Shelley defending the Impact world title against Josh Alexander, the man who held it but never lost it. Uh, mm -hmm. All indications, those are matches you should uh, go ahead and track down. But what the wrestling world is talking about this morning is... One of the weirdest decisions in professional wrestling history, as at the end of the show, they had this long, extended teaser, 
and announced as of January 2024, what we now know as Impact Wrestling will be returning as TNA Wrestling. Uh, I think it's safe to say, my friends, that um, nostalgia has jumped the shark. <laughs> Unbelievably nostalgic so. for TNA, which was the laughing stock of professional wrestling for yeah. so many years. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like there's a problem. I mean, it, it's peaked interest. I will give them that. We're talking yes. about it. Whereas normally, you know, we would have stopped talking about Impact by now. Right. <laughs> Right. Uh, at most, it'd be a footnote in an episode of, hey, I heard this match was good. Um, yes. But, uh, it, of course, the show they're coming back with is Hard to Kill, uh, mm-hmm. which has been an ongoing Impact pay-per-view, but all the more appropriate now. Yes. Um, I know that uh, pre-pandemic, the intention was Mania Weekend 2020, they were going to run a TNA show, and it was going to be nostalgia base bring back the six-sided ring doing ultimate x match you know right. all that fun stuff they still do ultimate x matches occasionally but still the idea was they were going to completely indulge those who liked this you know spike tv era yeah the very of... small population of people who <laughs> right right although if you look back on the ratings yes cable viewership has changed dramatically but yeah well, that's true in like 1.2 million which is what fucking WWE just backflips over now. Yeah. Um, I I don't know who this is for. I, I genuinely don't. Um, maybe it's it's a generational thing. Maybe maybe we're we're just old enough that like we all we've known of Impact was the joke for years. The few years it was good, and then the on and off good and bad it's been. Maybe mm-hmm. there's a group of wrestling fans behind us who like loved spike tv era impact and are very excited about this same people who love wwe cw i guess you know what i i kind of liked late 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 era (laughs) wwe cw like it wasn't even around that long you're talking about like a two-month period (laughs) no i'm you're not wrong but like the last four months or so where like christian was the top guy with the title and and all that well yeah uh, the there rest of the world caught up on that, apparently. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I like that. That was one guy. thing Impact had, the, or I'm sorry, TNA had the foresight to do, was make Christian Cage your world champ. Absolutely true. Um, they're not bringing back the six-sided ring, at which point I just go, then what's the fucking point? Uh, uh, true, because that was the whole you know gimmick. It was going to be different and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. My worry is that they're going to cart out a bunch of these old hassles that nobody wants to see again. Yeah. Uh, looking at you, Hogan and Booker T, uh, not Booker T, he's under contract, uh, yeah. Bully Ray. Those are the yeah. two on my like, I mean, he was on the show last names. night. Bully was Ray was there, yeah. Performing? Yes, he was part of the Battle God. Royal during the show. Who um, gives a fuck about that guy? Uh, Man. Apparently a bunch of people who listen to his serious satellite radio show, considering the number of signs I see every single time that... Uh, Dynamite is, you know, in the New York region. Do they listen for him, though? I have no idea. I, uh, I, I really can't stand that guy. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not a fan either. Uh, he's the worst. But hey, uh, it's a thing. Oh, a uh, bit of news you'd probably be excited to hear, Chris. 
on okay. the same show during said same Battle Royal, Sunny Kiss made their TNA oh. Impact debut. Okay, so, good for them. Uh, yeah, so uh, Sunny has, you know, jumped uh, into another company, which is fantastic for Sunny. Um, now, let's go ahead and hit this button because there's more fun things to talk about. The World Wrestling Federation. So, <laughs> Chris. Yeah. This is your moment, my friend. Uh-oh. For good or for for ill? Oh, oh, for you, this is for good. Okay. In terms of uh, the the perception of a wrestling legend's legacy, it is downright sad. But uh, yesterday, so Saturday the 21st, launched on Patreon, WWE legend The Undertaker is starting a podcast. I mean, should we just pack it in now? <laughs> it's just, it's, I, I, you know, I, I'm not sure I want to be associated with a, a media form where that asshole has its own platform. The so you sent me the the release for this, yes. And the thing, the couple things stuck out to me. One is that it's on Patreon. Yes, I mean we use Patreon. Yes, I feel like. A guy as the status of the Undertaker might have a better platform to use. I mean, maybe Patreon's given them extra money to help boost their thing that they just relaunched in a weird design sort of thing that I don't love. Yeah, the fucking jelly um, bean pee is weird. Yeah, uh, so maybe that's. But being on Patreon is one thing. I didn't see. Or I didn't. Maybe they were down lower in the article. I only read like the first couple paragraphs. Has there been a price point announced for yes. this? Yes, I actually okay. have the Patreon page in front of me. And one thing I will note, just because I find it interesting, is the uh, subscriber count and uh-huh. the you know the monthly generated count. They are hidden. So huh. we, we don't know how many people have signed up. We don't Is that know. an option? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> apparently. Um, well, I, I will say that, that, the one, uh, that the one post of the show, Six Feet Under with Mark Calloway, uh-huh. I'm sure WBD I mean, is ready to lawyer up on The Undertaker on I that I was one. just going to say, has HBO uh, filed any suit against this asshole? Uh, or the bands. There's a band called Six Feet Under, too. Very true. Um, but yeah, 78 comments, 45 likes on that first post. Oh, oh, 78 whole comments. Good for yes. you. Good for you, Mark. Yes. Uh, but we have three. So, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, no, no. The other thing, main thing that stood out to me as I was reading the first couple of paragraphs of that release is that he's going to talk about, you know, his history in the business and stories from the road and everything, which in itself is crazy because he was the one guy who never shattered kayfabe for like 30 plus years. And yeah. now he's just going to dish on all. Yeah. But the the line um, that said his points of views on things in the world, <laughs> more or less, that was a big red flag there, my guy. Yeah. I mean, where you know. was Mark Calloway on January 6th? There is an uh, entire might have been hanging out with Chris Jericho's wife, I guess. <laughs> um, but uh, there there are three tiers to to this podcast. Uh, okay. No episodes released yet, by the way. They're, they're asking oh. for money before releasing anything. Which, Come on, man. You got to put one in the can. You know what? That's that's classic pro wrestling. Like I have I've no doubt it's going <laughs> to. There's there's part of me that thinks, and I could be wrong, there's part of me that thinks that, like, they're going to hit that first month, 
uh-huh. still not release anything. And then oh my god! Wow, that I mean, would be. I mean, it'd be a, it, it would be standard operating procedure for people in pro wrestling. Yeah, no, it's true. Um, and especially, uh, no disrespect to to Eric uh, Gorehound here, but uh, the schmucks who really like the Undertaker, yes. <laughs> yeah, would would stick around and and give money for no content. Yeah. Uh, uh, meanwhile, we appreciate you guys giving us money for our weekly content. Thank yes, you very much. We two episodes a week. Come on. Um, so what, what is interesting to me about this is, uh, one, no co-host announced. Oh God. So it's just him droning on so far. Uh, Uh maybe this is another Conrad (laughs) project. It's just to the left of things. So that's, you mean to the right. Yeah. Fair. (laughs) Fair. Um, (laughs) but, uh, what is so interesting to me is do you remember like god was it two years ago that mark calloway was announced as the headlining guest at uh starcast mm-hmm. signed a whole bunch of people up to get autographs and photos from him and then and all then of a sudden somebody had a new legends contract and yeah all that got canceled did he re- I mean, I imagine the money got refunded. Is that not something oh, it that did. happened? It did. Oh, okay. All right. What I'm asking <clears throat> is more, do you think this is Mark trying to go, hey, Vince, or hey, Paul, I guess, <laughs> give me some more money. Like, do you, oh, do you I think see. it's something like that? I don't know. I'm curious. That's not, not something that really has been um, talked about yet is how the legends – uh, will be treated in this new corporate structure here. Um, you know, will it be like the former Legends contract where they, you know, were still an employee and still, you know, got X amount per whatever, or will it be a per date sort of thing when they bring them in? Yeah. Um, I'd imagine with, you know, a new corporate overhead overlord like that, mm-hmm. that it will probably be a per, per, per appearance sort of situation. So, yeah. yeah, this very much could be him. Angling for uh, a dangling from TKO, which is still so weird to say. Yeah. Um, and, and there's going to be more to talk about on TKO in, in, in just a few moments. Oh, cool. But, Chris, I wanted to walk through the tiers here for said mm-hmm. Patreon. I assume that this podcast is not going to be available for free with ads because, like, this money is just to get the show in general. Okay. But uh, three tiers. We got the old school for $5 a month. Okay. Uh, three bullet points. This level will give you the insider's view of all the old school matches and stories in and out of the ring from the seven-time world heavyweight champion himself, Mark Calloway. Bullet one. Okay. Bullet two. Mark will take you, the fan, behind the scenes of his last 30-plus years as a Hall of Fame wrestler and give you a look into his life in and out of the ring. It's pretty much the same thing, but okay. Bullet point three. <laughs> this tier gives you access to the latest episode every Wednesday morning. Okay, so you get the episode. So you get the show. Yeah. For $6 a month, bump up okay. that dollar. It's called the old school early access. Same okay. first two bullets. Third Just bullet. Two, three days earlier. Close. This tier give you ac- gives you access to the latest episode on Monday instead of Wednesday. Get your fix two days earlier. 
Wow, for a buck. Uh, I'd be happier with the dollar. Well, uh, if you've got an extra four bucks burning in your pocket every month, I've got two more additional bullet points for you. It's the $10 a month, the streak tier. And the the additional bullet points are, one, the streak members will have the ability to submit questions to be answered by Mark in his future episodes. So you get to submit questions. Okay. Doesn't mean your question will necessarily be picked. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's uh I'm sure 4chan will love that. And I, I will say this. Roughhouse listeners, if you provide proof that you spent your ten dollars to comment, <laughs> and I quote, how big is Batista's dick? <laughs> I will personally refund you your ten dollars. <laughs> Roughhouse SGW or post a comment on Patreon. Anyway, yeah. the other key point of this, you're going to love this, Chris. No, I won't. When your question is read, Mark will announce your name during the episode. Okay. So <laughs> I, I, I can only hope and imagine that the number one person who the first person who signed up for this Patreon was all oh, elite Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo. <laughs> no doubt. God, I, I oh. wish I had that drop still. Um, uh, you got rid of it? How no, dare no, no. You? It's when my when the board crashed and I had to repopulate. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't find it. Anyway, still on the WWE tip, uh, things are continuing to get interesting behind the scenes. <laughs> God damn it, watch this fucking show. So, Chris, last week, I was just kind of hedging a bet sure and i talked about oh it's kind of weird that apparently paul is in charge of creative again mm-hmm. and also it's kind of we- weird that area manual kind of motherfucked vince to the press and pointed yeah. him out as a reason why the stock tanked mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well this week word came out uh first it was sports illustrated and then confirmed by dave Meltzer. Ari Emanuel was the guy who made the call to put Paul up top and pull Vince out. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. All throughout this whole TKO announcement, Ari Emanuel doing press with Vince going, oh, you know what? He's the Dana White. He He's the guy who's been doing this for 40 years. We mm-hmm. don't want to mess with that. Mm-hmm. It's been weeks. Vince is gone. Here's my question. Yes. Does uh, Ari Emanuel have a non-married daughter? <laughs> he does. And Stop what's... it. <laughs> I shit you not. Oh, God, it's the big one. I'm coming over, Elizabeth. <laughs> I shit you not, Chris. Oh, no. When the TKO deal was finalized, when they had uh-huh. the company meeting, yeah, Vince hosted it. And pointed out the fact that they had just hired Ari Emanuel's daughter as a PA. Mm. Mm-hmm. Now, we know Vince's history with personal assistants. Uh-huh. But, yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, as far as I know, uh, she is a single lady. I don't know how young she is. Uh, but okay. she is single. God. Paul, I swear to God, if you do this, it again, this is your moment, bud. if you do it again, all time legend goat 
for yes. getting it done twice, <laughs> just to just to take over the reins of this fucking company. Yeah, but what what is even more surreal in 2023? World Wrestling Entertainment exists. Is there a Vince McMahon? Mm. Is there a Linda McMahon? Mm. Is there a Shane McMahon? Mm. Although I really want him to come back and blow his quad again. Like, there'd be nothing I mean, funnier if he comes back yeah. at Mania this year and immediately Love goes back bet. down. <laughs> is there a Stephanie? Mm. So I guess the winner of all of this is Paul. He's won succession. Yes. The, the, the man who we thought was the fail son. He did it! It certainly is time to play the game. He he has the whole shebang. It's his. Somewhere upstairs, Lemmy is uh, doing a backflip, smoking a cigar and a a warm (laughs) rail whiskey, uh, playing the mega touch at the corner of the rainbow in his honor. Um, Wow, it's pretty fucking fantastic, to be honest. Yes. Um, I just. I'm a little giddy yeah. <laughs> that, that Vince is uh, seemingly out um, here. Now, you know, financially, Vince fucking wins. Let's be honest. Oh, of course. Like, he, he's set. I mean, he was set for life. He's even yeah. more setter, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. the uh, the 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 f- funds for f- future family uh, have definitely... Uh, popped off here. Uh, speaking of future family, yes, did you see the photos of uh, I guess Shane's oldest son. Yes, I was going to bring that up in relation to all of this because, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Declan McMahon is a old enough to be in college, uh-huh. and B did some interviews this week where he indicated, "I quote, I was born into the business." I'm never ruling it out. I would love to get into the ring a couple times, but you have to see if the opportunity presents itself. It's all about the story. I think a lot of fans uh-huh. would get behind it if we ended up doing it. I think I would be pretty do good you? at it. Yeah, never I know. bet you do, but Never ruling an option out. Now, he's currently a running back for the Indiana Hoosiers, and according to Hoosiers. what I had read about his performance so far, he's doing a hell of a job warming up the bench. So, <laughs> solid. Hey, look. He's doing more than I could. Um, I, I saw a photo of this kid, and I, you know, wanted to send an email blast to all female college students in Indiana to say, "Cover <laughs> your fucking drinks," because this guy gives me what was that? The guy Brock, um, the the oh, swim team, oh yeah, the, or the, whatever that fucking guy, yeah, that, Brock, Brock Turner. Turner, yeah, Brock Turner, yeah. I, I'm getting Brock <laughs> Turner vibes from Declan McMahon, like oh. Yeah, he also yeah. looks eerily like stand back era Vince McMahon. Stand back. What do we oh, mean by stand have back? Have you never seen the amazing <clears throat> uh Paul Driver the album video for Stand Back which is Vince mm. McMahon uh performing? That was that like the American Bandstand type thing? Yes. Yeah, 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 yes. yeah, yeah. No, I have seen that. Okay, okay. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, he he looks like young Vince. And okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I kind of see a little bit of that. I mean, it makes sense that he would look like young Vince, but well, yeah. I mean, this is a date, date rapes in the family, so <laughs> you know, runs in the family. So <laughs> good God, uh, uh, theoretically, date rape runs in the family. I mean, if there's such a thing happening, yeah, yeah, allegedly, well, allegedly, uh, allegedly, 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 allegedly. allegedly. Um, allegedly. 
Elsewhere in the world of WWE this week. Hey, Chris, guess what, bud? Oh, God, now what? Last week, you discovered that <laughs> that the tag team champions were Jay Uso and Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes, yes. Yes. Yeah. They had just Long won may the they belts. reign. <laughs> they had just won the belts at Fastlane. Uh-huh. They lost them on TV this week back to the Judgment Day. <laughs> Okay. All right. What's the fucking point? What are we even doing, guys? <laughs> We're killing time until the Rumble. That, oh that's God. where we you still are got right Survivor now. Series, bro. Not only do we have Survivor Series. TLC. Uh, even better, Chris. $50 million from Saudi Arabia. Round 10 coming up in mm. just a few weeks. Wow. We're at the uh, we're, we're at number 10 already in yeah. blood money. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, that that is looking to be uh, certainly a show that's going to happen. Uh, yeah, the okay. kind of sucks for L.A. Knight that that's the that's his main event shot is in fucking Saudi Arabia where there's zero chance he's going to fucking win. Oh yeah, nothing better than a promo guy uh, being able to talk to an audience that does not understand. doesn't understand him. Yeah, no, that makes yeah. sense. Um, but hey, he's getting that paycheck. He so. is. He is. That, was that, the, that's the important part, right? What was the the one thing from CM Punk in the past ten years that I liked was go suck a blood money covered dick or yes. something like that. Yes. He said to the Miz or somebody. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Roman Reigns against LA Knight is the main event of that. Also yeah. confirmed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Has anybody done the Collective Soul LA Knight mashup? I feel like it had to be on a botch mania if it hasn't already been. Okay. I'm like, yeah. uh, also on said card as challenged within minutes of his boxing match last week, uh, Logan Paul against Ray Mysterio jr. For the U S championship, which one's so Ray's the champion Ray's right now, the U S champion right now. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, that's a, okay. Yeah. It's it's certainly a choice. Like I don't think it'll be bad per se. I don't think it'll be. It's it's a. I, I don't know. It, it doesn't seem like. I know Logan does the acrobatic stuff, and Ray certainly has been known for that in the past. Uh, but little uh, little Ray Mysterio's knees, I'm not sure. <laughs> right. Are right. up 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 for that challenge here? But okay, sure. I I mock the current state of WWE, but I will say, should That's you why. be inclined? Yeah, the answer's no. <laughs> Should you be inclined and want to actually watch anything at all from WWE this week? Uh huh. Raw had two very good matches. Okay. Uh, it was a Falls Count Anywhere match between Shinsuke Nakamura and Ricochet. Okay. Uh, and they also had for the Intercontinental Championship, Walter versus Jonah or Gunther versus Bronson Reed. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. They just beat the piss out of each other and it rolled, <laughs> which, you know, I is, is kind of just. Walter. So Yeah, I saw the flippy Ricky do the uh the running backflip off the Titan Tron bit. Yes. Um which was impressive. Yeah. And he also did a what, he did a shooting star off of uh one of the uh, shooting star? Shooting star? Yeah. Off one of the uh, uh concourse gates or entrances or something like that. Was that this week too, or is that yes. a different week? I think that was okay. this week also. But yeah, good uh, for him. You know, if you're so inclined, not that there's not enough wrestling to watch. Um, yeah, you know those matches are worth tracking down. But uh, as I as I look to see how far we are into the recording, I legally now have to hit this button. <laughs> Allegedly, <laughs> big week in AEW this week. Uh, matches announced back and forth. 
uh, CMLL representation on television, yeah. uh, a, a, a massive retirement announcement, uh, and one of the most buckwild tag matches ever announced for a Dynamite all came through this week. Um, so the week in AEW started with appropriately enough dynamite. They were in Rosenberg, Texas. It was going to be headlined by the dynamite dozen battle Royale, but the Mm -hmm. show itself kicked off with switchblade Jay white against Penta El Zero Mieta, or if you will, Penta Blanco that evening, uh, (laughs) wearing the all white gear. Penta Blanca. As I texted to you during the show. At least yeah. I think I did. This was going to be extremely your shit. And it uh, was. <laughs> it was my shit, too. It was very, very much my shit. There's this, a lot about this match I loved. This ruled. I, I yes. think I know the one thing you didn't like. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> There's one glaring big thing that I didn't like, but. Um, I, I, I will point out my first gripe with the match, which is. Card Blade being an unsafe worker. I mean, there's that. <laughs> Ms. level of catching. Yeah. <laughs> Last week, one of my favorite things was that the Bullet Club Gold now had these doofus tricycles. Yes. No tricycles this week. Yeah, maybe they couldn't uh, couldn't, <laughs> couldn't get, get them on, secure on the them. And, on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, Tony. You got to yeah. bludgeon brother that shit and put that in the, the <laughs> yeah. holding cell of, the, uh, of your private jet. Come on. Uh, I, I, I love the tricycles. It's the perfect accompaniment for them. Anyway, uh, yeah. match ruled starts off hot with Penta diving onto... Uh, yeah. Bullet Club Gold, except for Jay. Jay White, uh, who smartly got out of the way. <laughs> yes. Um, and they just proceeded to beat the shit out of each other. Um, yeah. Everybody got, both guys got their shit in. And some yeah. really cool, like that new move that we saw from Penta, which was like kind of like a an AA into a, I don't even know what the, what to describe it as. It was, it was, it was rad. Yeah. Um, and you had the 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 gun club and and juice on the outside acting like the hyenas from the Lion King, uh, just <laughs> being. <laughs> that is a perfect comparison. <laughs> Fuck it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Colton Gunn is Whoopi Goldberg's. Uh, <laughs> Colton Gunn's Whoopi Goldberg. Just put it that way. I don't want to hear anything else. Yeah, we'll put it. We'll put it that way. If he shows up <laughs> in Halloween in a in a nun's costume, then it's confirmed. Um, but yeah, uh, the match was was a ton of fun. A great chop and slap back and forth between yeah. the two of them. Uh, you know, this is one of those matches that on paper was like, okay, yeah, <laughs> cool, because yeah. they've never, to my knowledge, never been uh, in the ring, either even in a tag before um, that I can. Unless yeah, I, I think this was my short term memory is that fucked. Unless but. it was like on some random indie super show, right. Um, this is one of those examples of AEW doing the thing that I absolutely love where they take two guys who mm-hmm. everyone likes and haven't had a match before and they just kind of go, ah, fuck it. We'll give them a match. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, there, there was a storyline throughway oh, in there too with, there, with Phoenix and the championship and all that yes, sort of stuff. Yeah. There, there was a point and purpose. Right. But I really enjoyed the fact that they just were like, ah, fuck it. Jay White versus Penta this week. Um, Hell yeah. The finish was Bullet Club Gold related. We had a distraction. This allows Juice Robinson to hit Penta with the TJ Maxx ring in the face. Yeah. Uh, and then Blade Runner for the finish. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd have gone Marshalls, but yeah, TJ Maxx works. <laughs> uh, 
Chris, this is a real thing. Do you know what TJ Maxx is called in England? Um, no. TK Maxx. <laughs> okay. I shit you not. I, okay. I walked is, past is it one a and I was like, "Corporation, uh, I was like, thing is, here? This, is this is this like a bootleg TJ Maxx? What the fuck? Because it's the same logo. It's just instead of a J, it's a K. And I'm like, huh. this is this is weird. That led me to you know Wikipedia, and it's like, oh, that's what they're called internationally. Maybe um, the uh, the manufacturer who makes the big letters for the sign up front <laughs> broke the mold for the J, and they're like, yeah. oh, we got a K. Yeah, <laughs> the like, name okay. was so good. TK Maxx, it is. Yeah. Um, Total uh, knockout max. Uh, shout out, I mean, uh, comedian Jonah Ray for this bit. Uh, TJ Max sounds like the coolest kid in school <laughs> <laughs> with two X's. Yes, Max with two X's. Yeah, I mean TK Max. Something I hope works together to get me some fucking wrestling pay per views on my yes! HBO yeah. Max app. Let's make so, it happen. Yeah, let's go. Um, so uh, post match, uh, Jay White. Did his promo saying that MJF wasn't there, but an elite champion is, and Jay White um, says uh, it seems like that uh, MJF's taking a sweet time answering the challenge to do a tag match to, uh, you know, get property of his title back, but it's because he has no friends. And then uh, Juice Robinson cuts his promo in his fucking crazy ass <laughs> voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, uh, now calling himself the stray bullet Juice Robinson. Like it. Thank you, Adam like Copeland. Um, yeah. And he said he's going to win tonight's Battle Royal and uh, take MJF's ring. Um, Austin Gunn then ended it with, we got two words for you, guns up. Yeah. And the guns up crowd pop and sing along was massive. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm for it. If there's any proof that this group is working, it's that. Um, Renee Paquette was backstage with MJF. And I thought for a minute that this was taped the week before. <laughs> it just had that vibe. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But he said uh, he could have run out there and, you know, gotten his ass handed to him and blew up his baby face pop. But yeah. uh, that's what a good guy would do. And I'm not a good guy. I'm a scumbag. So yeah. instead, he's going to be on commentary um, and he hopes that Juice Robinson wins. So it can be the left hand of God versus the right hand of the devil. Love that. Yeah. Um, and uh, as the promo starts wrapping up. Up comes the acclaimed and Father Butt, who mm-hmm. uh, indicate that, uh, well, Max in particular, Max Caster indicates, look, there's four of them. We can be your three teammates. Let's do the thing. And MJF's like, no, no, not happening. And then Caster says, all right, so I'm going to enter myself in the battle royal tonight. I'm going to beat you next week, and I'm going to make you put a ring on it. Yeah. This pisses <laughs> off. MJF. Everybody else. <laughs> this is off everybody. Let's yeah. be honest. Even Renee rolled her eyes. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then as MJF stores, uh, storms off, Daddy Ass said, that guy really is a scumbag. And Caster says, but he's my scumbag. Very endearingly. Again, who would have thought in 2023 we would see a tasteful representation of bisexuality in professional wrestling? Yeah, right? Well Before handled, it. everybody. Well handled. Yeah. Uh, in a women's title eliminator match, Hikaru Shida absolutely ended up murking Emi Sakura. Um, Dude, give me five more of these matches. Exactly. I, I was like, <laughs> why didn't they have Emi win so they could run it back next week? Right. Yeah. Um, 
the the fucking uh, cross body into the knee spot. Like, holy fuck, dude. Yeah, no, um, those two, those two got it. Yeah, th- this was fantastic. Um, then we went to uh, an earlier today pre-tape as Renee Paquette is sitting backstage with Adam Copeland. And I wanted to talk to you about this promo, Chris. I don't even remember it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I watched I watched the whole show. I do not remember this. Please enlighten me. Well, Remind it was me. A really long. <laughs> okay. B, the the concept Maybe I just tuned out on my phone. <laughs> the concept is uh Christian Cage and Adam Copeland oh, have been yes. friends for 40 years. Right. <clears throat> and everything that Christian has accomplished Adam Copeland had to drag him kicking and screaming into. Right. Correct me if I'm wrong. That's a fucking heel promo. Uh, I mean, more or less. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I just was like, this is justifying Christian in every possible way. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't disagree. Because the, um, the whole point was, you know, okay, I, I carried him through everything, blah, 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 blah. Then when I said, hey, I might be coming into AEW, Christian got excited for me and then, you know, ghosted me. Told me I to fuck off. He told me, <laughs> yeah. you know, he, didn't, he didn't want anything to have anything uh, a part of it. And yeah. uh, you know what? Again, if they want to turn this, the theory is Christian wanted something for him. Not mm-hmm. something not edge and Christian, yeah, not, not something that, that not, he was carried yeah. to by his buddy, Adam. Yeah. Um, a lot of Adam back from when they first met in middle school, yeah. you know, and becoming wrestlers and going to WWE and yeah. Yeah. The whole, the whole history. And you know, it's all facts. Yeah. <laughs> More um, or less. But, uh, <clears throat> we, we got the point of where this is all going to go. As Adam Copeland said that when uh, Luchasaurus and Nick Wayne turn on Christian, he'll be there to pick him up. So that is probably the end of the storyline. But I very much feel like this justified everything Christian is doing and saying, which is weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Wardlow had another match where he murdered Ryan Nemeth in like three seconds with a power bomb that <clears throat> knocked him out. Um, is there a... Uh... Does AEW have a wellness policy? <laughs> is uh, the question here? Because you're right, his hair is looking bigger. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, uh, really, that though, Minoxidil it's, it's, really. It's poofy. It's weird. It's, like he's got like a hair helmet going on right now. It's it's very odd. He's trying to grow it back after it was cut. But uh, Tony Schiavone comes in the ring and he, he says, you know. Um, you're back. What is your mission here? And Wardlow <laughs> points to his wrist tape that simply says MJF. And then he I shoulder kinda, checks Tony, <laughs> knocks him down, and it's clear Wardlow is a heel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if destroying people with a power bomb or two isn't proof enough, but not just jobbers. Like, no, not, I mean, they're jobbers, but they're not no names. They're people yes. that you recognize. So yes. um, I kind of like this idea of. Max having to defend himself from all these different people yes. at one time, which he gets into yes. a lot later on commentary, but, and he does a great job of selling it, but this is, I, I like where this is going. In all my years of watching professional wrestling, I can only think of a handful of times where everyone made it clear they want to take down the world champion. Yeah. 
in kayfabe, that should be everyone's Every through line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody. Yeah. But it's so rare <laughs> because it's usually like, okay, the top feud is yeah. Yeah. Austin McMahon, Rock Austin, whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Hogan Andre. It's rare that you have like all these people up and down the car going, I want to fuck up MGF and become world champion. Yeah. Awesome. You should. <laughs> yes. So this wait, is why so, you're in this business. Yeah. So, you know, Jay White right now, Joey Samoe right now, uh, Wardlow. Mm-hmm. And then yep. no sooner than we find out that Wardlow's going after him, we get a promo from Kenny Omega, who's backstage with uh, Renee Paquette talking about how his win loss record's been pretty bad. He's 50 50. Um, and he says, uh, a thank you to Kyle Fletcher for challenging him and reminding, reminding him who he is. But he says, you know what? I am going to defeat Kyle Fletcher this week. I'm going to dispatch the Callus family. And then maybe it's time for the King Omega of old to come back and challenge for the AEW World Championship. And I'm I'm, yeah. I'm sitting there going, fuck yeah, let's go. Frothing. <laughs> yeah, no, same. Best belt machine going for the world title again. Let's make this happen. Because I, yeah. I think that's like the last key piece of Kenny's run in AEW, the top baby face world title run. Sure. Um, but no sooner than he says that, MJF walks in the shot and says, you know what? I've always been a massive fan of yours. Shakes his hand. And while he shakes his hand, he just whispers in his ear loudly enough for the camera to, to pick up. 13 days, bitch. Yeah. And for those who may not know, that <laughs> is how long it is until MJF has beaten Kenny Omega's record as world champion. So Yeah. Yeah. But not, not as longest, just longer than Kenny. Yes. Uh, or is it? I, yes. I think it's longest. I think it's. Is it longest? Because okay. I think Mox's run was not as long. Um, well, I know the second one definitely. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, the OG one. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We had another Roddy Strong, Adam Cole segment. Mm. These are officially dragging for me. Yeah. However, however, and again, this pains me to say. Oh, did David pop you again? He didn't, he no, didn't work this time. this time. Oh. Mike Bennett did. <laughs> as he is singing Headstrong by Trapped, but instead yelling, Next Strong, I'll take you on! I, that was Taven? I, I, I thought that was... Uh, no, 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 it was Bennett. It was Bennett. That was Bennett? Okay. Yeah. I really should start paying more attention to these fucking shows. Um, <laughs> and put my phone down. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this, this made me, I was playing happy. Sudoku on the New York times app during this, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that made me happy, but I, I get, you want to keep Adam Cole in the mix for however long he's out with his injury and everything, but yeah, whew, boy, these are showing their age. Uh, the, 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 the best slash worst part of this is, you know, the idea is that, Adam had put off his surgeries to help Roddy out. Yes. And he's like, no, to hell with you. I'm leaving and going to get surgery. Like, yeah. like he can just walk into a, you know, an outpatient center and get both <laughs> a- ankles operated yeah, the- on at the drop of a hat. I was like, okay, Adam, yeah, sure. The Jacksonville, Florida hospital is just, they just got a guy waiting for Adam Cole. And, I mean, you know, um, Tony Schiavone back in the ring as he reluctantly introduces the Callis family. Powerhouse Hobbs now a part of the uh, yeah. Last Supper portrait. Yeah, and, uh, it better not be thirteen of these motherfuckers. Is all I'm <laughs> Don Callis said that last week someone did the unthinkable, demolished Chris Jericho. I mean, that, it's been done, but okay. And that was our good buddy Bill Hobbs, 
Bill took the mic and proceeded to cut an absolute motherfucker of a promo. This was fantastic. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, the guy doesn't get a chance to to talk live very much, but yeah, I, that I should think change. That, yeah, I think that's changing here because he yeah. cut this mm. great promo about how twenty five years ago, February ninety eight, it was supposed to be the greatest day of his life. He was going to yeah. meet Chris Jericho. He was going to go to the show and meet Chris Jericho. Jericho. Uh, comes out he's in the front row with his grandma jericho tells his grandma to shut up and tells hobbs to sit down and he swore that day that when he had his moment he would hurt jericho over and over again hitting spine buster after spine buster yeah callus follows up saying that hobbs has always been told to bottle up the anger but in the don callus family we allow guys to be killing machines which great line is Um, it is can't be mad at that. Callis said they've won every match as a family, except for when Sammy Guevara was concussed. So I had to get a scab <laughs> in Kyle Fletcher. Yeah. This brings up Kyle Fletcher, who gets in Callis's face. Hobbs shoves him off. Uh, Fletcher says, you know, I took the match as a favor. Maybe it was the weakest link, but I'm going to prove to everybody that I don't need help to bin- beat Kenny Omega. And that led right into our next match. Another barn burner as Kenny yeah. Omega defeated Kyle Fletcher. Fletcher's good, man. Yeah, yeah, he's good as hell. Um, I mean, we've we could tell he was good. Yeah, you know, in tag matches, very rules. good. But yeah, uh, this this was great, and Kenny looked awesome too. Like, yeah, this. he was he had a little extra jump in his step. I feel in this match. Yeah. Um, what was very very funny to me, uh, and believe me, it takes a lot out of me to also put over Don Callis in a show where I put over members <laughs> of the kingdom. But yeah. uh, Callis was on commentary throughout the match, and he is absolutely behind Kyle Fletcher the entire time. And the minute the three hits on the one uh-huh. angels going, Kyle Fletcher is a failure. He's terrible. I hate him. Perfect Look, Bobby Heaton level healing. Don Callis is very good at what he does. Yes. Yeah. Um, we had the Dan Housen vignette play again as they continue to homage Halloween 3. Oh yeah. Underrated as hell. And speaking of underrated and rarely seen, Lance Archer popped up this week. Yeah. And uh, I guess this is the episode for giving kudos to people we don't like, but uh, the introduction (laughs) by Justin Roberts now beating his opponent down to the ring. (laughs) That's Uh, that was that was good. So, so good. Uh, it was a squash. Um, I, I want more uh, larger or more archer on television. Larger, larger. yes, yeah, Lar- large archer. Large larger. archer. Uh, curious to see who he's going to be going for though, or yeah. gunning for. Yeah. Um, I saw someone uh, online suggest that he would be an interesting, um, uh, interesting uh, person for CJ Perry to start managing. Okay. Uh, yeah, a Miro and uh, Lance Archer match should fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I um, also wouldn't hate a Samoa Joe Lance Archer program totally on the Ring of Honor side of things. Totally fine with that. Uh, all I know is I want more of that all the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, we had a promo putting over that the uh, music video of Big Pressure, which is Swerve Strickland's theme, uh, was coming out this Friday. This went to a promo with Shane Strickland and Prince Nana. And uh, Shane Strickland said, you know what? I I should be really excited right now. I should be really excited, but I'm not. I'm mad. Put over how he didn't get the TNT title, and it's all Hangman Page's fault. 
And uh, now it's personal. Yeah, now it's personal. And he said, yeah. it's not always you who pay for your actions. So I guess line. the bucks are about to get fucked up something fierce. Yep, yep. God, Swerve is so good. Like, I I know I've been championing him his entire run yeah. here. Like, I, I think our Twitter was one of the first ones that Swerve acknowledged being like, you know what? This whole Swerve Keith Lee thing is going to work. Um, yeah. Because we saw them live and they fucking ruled in a dark match. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I am so happy to see this guy get the rocket strapped to him because he's ready. He's absolutely oh, yeah. ready. Beyond ready. I mean, he was ready in Lucha Underground, Fair. but it just took a while for everybody to, to, to come around, I guess. He's just... You know, and we're repeating the same shit we say every week about him, but he moves unlike anybody else. He's got a a super unique repertoire of moves. Yeah. He's he's got the the charisma, you yes. know, the it that not this, you know. I, I think I landed on it because I was thinking about his entrance from Wrestle Dream and how perfect that yeah. was. He's got Bond villain swagger. That's what he's got. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all confidence, it's all poise. Hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Uh God he rules. Yep. Um then Strap this brought out Sting. Uh, Tony Schiavone brought him out and uh, cut this long promo. He said, we're going to get to the word. But before mm-hmm. I say the word. Bird. Yes. Bird is. Yeah. Um, I want to reflect a little bit. So he talks about, you know, his time in, in NWA, WCW, um, you know, going Shout up out the Great American Bash in Baltimore. Damn straight. Um going up and down the roads with guys like Luger and the Steiner brothers uh, talking about guys who did business for them, like dusty Rhodes, big pop and Hulk Hogan, big booze. Um, talk about Ric Flair, putting him on the map said, you know, what made guys like that come back? What did they have to prove? And he understood why it's the crowd. He said he's uh, not able to do things he did in the ring when he was younger, but he can jump off of balconies. Yes, it was a great love. Thanks for throwing that in there for us. Yes. Um, Sting said he retired once in 2015. It didn't sit well with him. And he made it clear his first match with AEW was at Revolution 2021. And his final match of his career will be at Revolution 2024. Uh, Any ideas who you think uh, will be the one to retire him? I'm thinking Darby. Yeah, yeah. If, if it's a one-on-one match, I think it should be Darby. Yeah. Um, at the same time, I wouldn't be shocked if it's like a six man and they run back him, Muda and Darby as a trio against some other trio. Okay. Sure. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, what can you say about Sting? Like he, he is a definite hall of fame level talent. Even before his AEW run, he was yeah. obviously, yeah. but I think the run in AEW, the, these what, two and a half years at this point, Probably the greatest post-retirement return run in the history of the business. I mean, not counting Terry Funk, I would say, because, you know, fair. Terry, he, he retired on and off many, many times. That's um, true. That's true. But it's certainly up. Oh, fuck. Danielson, too. I don't think about it. But I, okay. I, I, I right. understand what you're saying that over age, age over 50. <laughs> he had this. <clears throat> I hate to say it. He had this stink on him from his TNA run. And yeah. His well, WWE, WWE run, run didn't help that either. Yeah, it was it was weird. They, they yeah. tried to make him Batman. I I, I don't yeah. know why. Um, I mean, it was unreal to see him in, in WWE, but <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. It's just 
it, it did not represent what people loved about him, whether it was the surfer sting era or the crow sting era. You know, he was this unique force in wrestling. I mean, he's why I started watching NWA. I remember so vividly, you know, grew up as a WWF kid. We got cable flipping through channels and it's like, there's this guy in face paint, multicolored face paint going against this ninja looking dude with face paint. I need to see this. (laughs) And, you know, he, he wasn't a Hogan. He wasn't a flair. You know, he, he never reached that level of success, but he was right underneath. And, um, this, this run really underlined, why he was so good at what he did. And it's because of his larger than life charisma. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, can't fuck with that dude. 65. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, I totally understand why, why they're wrapping it up. And I was actually a little surprised cause he debuted like December, 2020. I was like, is it? Is yeah. It the winter is over? coming show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, RJ City was backstage doing the whole TCM style intro for Tony Storm's well, next. Movie. That was done just for you and I. Yes, and thank yes. you, RJ, for that. Yes, uh, well, probably for him too. Well, um, yes, yes, yes. And uh, we got Gone with the Storm, another picture-in-picture film. This one was not on the 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 TN- TBS app, so I did not see this one. If you want to listen to professional wrestling podcasters completely miss the point of something. <laughs> listen to the wrestling observer excuse oh, me, no. wrestling observer radio recap of this as brian alvarez tries to explain to dave Meltzer that it's a silent film and that's why it was shown picture in picture and dave keeps yelling about how well they put it over as this big thing why was it in this little screen yeah very silly very silly yeah dave's dave misses the plot on a lot of <laughs> a fair amount of stuff uh, JR was backstage with Nick Wayne and his mom, who now Good. has a name, Shayna. Um, okay. John Lovitz was heard yelling, acting backstage. <laughs> well, and then yelling, it stinks yes. after it was over. <laughs> um, long story short, uh, Christian's my dude, uh, my new dad now, and Darby sucks. Um, Christian yeah. Cage pops up, which gets a massive pop from a live crowd. Dude. Like, like huge, probably one of the, one of the biggest pops he's ever had full stop. Probably. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, he said that, uh, uh, his mom is terrible. She slaps him in the face and said, Nick's dead to him. And then, uh, Christian and Nick walk out the door. Darby pops up. They start brawling. Luchasaurus, Luchasaurus, not Storus, Uh Saurus pops up. They are all start brawling. And at some point, Nick Wayne's front tooth gets punched in half. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's uh hey, it's a yeah. personal angle, so you gotta you gotta lay him in snug there. Yeah. Um Sting shows up as well, uh, you know, to back up Darby and of course get the big pop. But um this this went from high uh, low lows to high highs because yeah. watching Nick Wayne and his mom try to emote was miserable. Yes, no, she's not a very good actress, and he just kind of sat there like an angry, petulant child. So, which, which probably not not fits. a big stretch for him. Yeah, it, it fits the role. <laughs> He's <there>. a child. <laughs> yeah, um, but you know, the brawl was heated, and uh, if he hasn't already, I think Nick Wayne's going to get a lot of traction out of that broken tooth because oh yeah, 100%. It, it, it's a great visual. Um, yeah. 
Then we had the Dynamite Dozen Battle Royal, which for a show that I thought was hot fire was a hot fart for the end of the show. Battle Royals always suck, though. I mean, well, Battle Royals suck, yes. But this was the most who gives a fuck mix of talent. I mean, I like two possible winners. Yeah. So you had Caster, you had Juice Robinson, who surprise, surprise, were the last two guys. But you had Daniel Garcia, who they've done nothing with with really since the JAS, which they should. Yeah. Dustin Rhodes, who, yeah, got the hometown pop, but uh-huh. he didn't do anything really beyond that. So there's a waste of that story. He got paid 20 bucks to try and take out Juice or 100 bucks or whatever it oh, was. Fair. Uh, yeah. Matt Menard, uh, Daddy Magic, uh, both Hardys, who yeah. look like absolute shit. Mm-hmm. Um, Trent Beretta. I like Trent, but, you know, he clearly Why? was going to win this. Yeah. Jake Hager, fuck my life. Matt uh-huh. Seidel, who we just saw get murdered and scraped off yep. the canvas. And Johnny TV, where I went, oh, fuck, yeah, he's still employed. Yeah. <laughs> and his wife, who we haven't seen in quite some time. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, Make your money. I. Oh, a commander also. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. literally sat down during this and looked at the AEW roster and thought about all of the people who weren't in this match who could have right. conceivably been in the match that would make mm-hmm. it seem like a thing. Like. True. Keith Lee. Both Young Bucks. Hangman Page, Swerve Strick. Yeah. Like, I could have named 12 people who you could have had all these different stories bouncing off each other in the match. You could have had Samoa Joe in there, too. Samoa Joe. Perfect. Perfect. But no, we don't get Joey Samoa. Yeah. We get fucking Matt Menard. Like, I, <laughs> the, it was the most rampage of people. Like, it's just it's true. I, yeah, I don't understand. Um, but surprise, surprise ends up with Matt Caster and Juice Robinson. Max Caster? Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Max Caster, Juice Robinson. Uh, hold to do where Jay White attacks MJF, who was on commentary. Um, Caster gets distracted watching that. Juice puts on the TJ Max ring, KO Caster, and then eliminates him. So uh, we are going to get next week in Philadelphia, uh, Juice Robinson. Against MJF, winner is the new Dynamite Diamond Ring holder. I assume it's going to be Juice. Yeah, I mean, he, Max has won it four years in a row, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's, Something it's, like that, so probably time else. to, yeah, 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 yeah. Unless it's going to be a new streak so that when Max launches his own podcast in 20 years, he can have a streak level tier. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, <laughs> more shows. Rampage was on Friday night. Now, it, mm-hmm. If you're going to bother with any of it, kicks off with a CMLL two out of three falls match between Mystico and Rocky Romero. Okay. This was fantastic. Okay. This was phenomenal. Um, also, and this is Sinkara slash yes. Unico? Uh, no, no. No. Sinkara won. So he was Mystico before. Mystico. Then he was Sinkara. Then he got replaced by Hunico as Sin Cara. And so he, Sin Cara 2 was Hunico. Yes. And then he had gotcha. a multitude of different names after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he's back to being Mystico. Um, okay. This was really fucking good. And also, apparently, everyone backstage should have thanked him for the house because the minute they announced this match, they got a few thousand more tickets sold. <laughs> yeah. Which is buck wild. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Texas, baby. Also wild. A whole group of CMLL talent are in Denver today to do a halftime event during the Denver Broncos game. 
apparently okay. Broncos management went to Arena Mexico a few months back oh. and had a fucking great time. And we're like, <laughs> okay. we should get these guys here. So, sure. Yeah. So that's happening. Um, uh, Rocky Romero ends up winning. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, Mystico ends. Oh, wait. I don't remember. My notes are bad. <laughs> my notes are very bad. Oh, yeah. It was multiple falls. That's why I'm confused yes. by my own notes. Uh, we had uh, Mystico winning in the end. It was three okay. falls, though. The, yes, two out of three. Um, then the rest of the show was just kind of a yawn. Um, John Silver, Kip Sabian, and Brother Zay had a triple threat for Who Cares uh, to mm-hmm. get a shot at the uh, international title on the show that probably no one stayed awake for, Battle of the Belt. Although, there were things that happened there that okay. people really, 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 really should have watched if they didn't. Um, they announced that Santana Ortiz will be fighting next week in Philadelphia on Rampage because wow, that's Rampage. where that feud lives. Ooh. Um, Claudio and Wheeler Yuta defeated uh, Brian Keith and, goddamn, I love the name still, Exodus Prime. Um, uh, we had uh, a promo from uh, the Young Bucks and Hangman Adam Page, who offered an open challenge for their six-man tag titles for Dynamite this coming Wednesday. Uh, I forgot they even had those titles. Yes, and would you like to guess who later on in the show accepted said open challenge? I would not like to guess. I would like you to tell me, because I have no idea. The Hardys and Brothers Day. Fucking hell. Okay. And then uh, the main event was uh, Ruby Soho against Sky Blue. And most people fell asleep at that point. Sky uh, Blue now wearing a little bit of spook, spoopy makeup. She got spoopy makeup because she got misted. Um, okay. There was some controversy about this show, though, because earlier okay. in the day, it was announced that Tony Khan was going to announce a dream match for Collision on Saturday night. Uh-huh. That dream match ended up being Brian Danielson against Andrade El Idolo. Hell yeah. Great match on paper. Happened three times already. Uh, <laughs> so, it's not in AEW, though, has it? Uh, no, no. First time in AEW, but yeah, um, ended up being a, a bit of a sitch where people were going like, this has happened in WWE like three other times. Why? What, why? Mm. Huh? But then that took us well, to... technically s- that was um, uh, Daniel De- Bryan, Bryan versus Andrade, yeah. Andrade Cien Almas. Yeah, so very true. Very technically... True. Different. And then last night was, <laughs> and it was we Saturday. Had the back-to-back combo of Collision and Battle of the Belts. Now I have not watched any of this yet, but I have the results here in front of me, and it sounds like both uh-huh. shows actually ended up delivering, if not in-ring wise, then storyline wise. Okay. And we'll get six hours it. of wrestling in a week is a lot. Yeah. Um. So, show kicked off with Brian Danielson defeating Andrade. Apparently, this was very, very good. And okay. post-match, Andrade and Danielson shake hands, and the lights go out. No. Sabu? It, it was not Sabu. Oh. It was Malachi Black, who then murks Danielson with a black mass kick. Okay. Yuta and Claudia run Black down. and BCC, let's go. It keeps going. Okay. Uh, Yuta and Claudio come out. Lights go out again when they come up, of course. Malachi Black is gone. Um, we got a video package from Darby Allen, who now has a stupid face finish. tattoo and apparently shattered his shoulder on, during a Nitro Circus show. So, yep, dummy. 
and uh, he's going to be on Dynamite this Wednesday to give Sting his special gift from Tony Khan, which sounds horrible. Um, Sky Blue uh, defeated uh, a a jobber who is named Hollyhood Haley. Okay. Hollyhood? Uh, Hollyhood. That's that's what's listed here. Okay. Uh, The Guns defeated the Outrunner. Shout out Turbo Floyd. Um, after the match, lights went out again. Sabu? Not Sabu. A man in the devil mask appeared on screen and then disappeared. So okay. that. Same, um, a different body type than the last time or same body type as the last time? I, I haven't oh, seen you didn't it myself. Watch. That's right. So yeah, yeah. Sorry. I would, I would assume it was probably the same body type. Whoever pointed out that it looked like Britt Baker, by the way, I've not been It's infested my that. brain. Yeah. yeah. It, yep. it it looks like her in the outfit, which okay. is actually a compelling idea. Yeah. Um, Lexi Nair backstage with uh, Orange Cassidy and Chris Statlander putting over their title defenses on Battle of the Belts after Collision. We had a Memphis street fight as Jeff Jarrett and Eddie Kingston went one-on-one. This was okay. just a big, ridiculous brawl, including uh, Eddie Kingston squirting Jeff Jarrett with ketchup and mustard. Um these assholes, Taking the Dean Ambrose route here. Yes. <laughs> These assholes ended up getting involved. Uh, As they do. Everyone hit their finishers on Eddie Kingston, and this allowed Jeff Jarrett to score the win. And, as was clarified later, this gives a Ring of Honor title shot to Jay Lethal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Transitive property. <laughs> Ergo vis-a-vis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All these assholes are interchangeable. Lexi Nair backstage with the acclaimed. They hyped up their uh, title defense battle of the belts. Miro defeated Action Andretti. All indications are this match is very, very good. And Andretti got some good hope spots. But, um, you know, game over was game over. Sure. uh, CJ Perry not happy with her first possible uh, managee. Signing. Yes. Okay. Um, Roosh and La Faction and Gobernable did their whole to-do. Uh, Roosh said that he was tired of seeing other wrestlers get opportunities and being told that he was too violent. So that's going to happen. Okay, That's going to be a thing. Um, Eddie Kingston backstage with a medical trainer. Uh, cut in promo. Absolutely motherfucking Jay Lethal. Um, As one does. <laughs> uh, had this great line. That Jay Lethal's mother will cry at the beating that Eddie Kingston gives Jay, not because she was sad for her son, but because she knew her son had it coming. <laughs> Good job, Eddie. Good Hell job. yeah, Eddie. Um, FTR uh, was going against two jobbers, ended in a no contest because the lights went out. And Sabu? Then Mal- <laughs> not Sabu, Malachi Black, Brody King, and Buddy Matthews were there and then took out FTR. So triple threat. It, it, it seems like they're going against fucking everybody now. Okay. Um, hey, if you want to declare war on the AEW locker room house, Castle Black. Yes, uh, I'm okay with it. So then uh, we had the World Tag Team Title match: Big Bill, oh, sorry, Large William, and yeah. Ricky Starks successfully defended against okay. Claudio and Wheeler Yuta. Uh, because Ball guy Yuta. surprise, surprise, House of Black shows up. Okay. Malachi distracts the referee. Matthews and King take out Claudio Castagnoli. Rochambeau for the finish. And then House of Black is menacing uh, Yuta and Claudio getting up in their face. Uh, Danielson comes out. uh, But then 
Large William and Ricky Starks beat down Danielson. FTR, they're beaten up. But John Moxley returns. Okay. So he shows up and... Uh, First I thought you were going to say John Cena shows up. And I was like, I hadn't heard about that. Yeah. Um, That's a big deal. <laughs> the finish of Collision was Claudio doing a giant swing on Ricky Starks as the screen faded out. Why would it not be on Big Bill? What are you doing? Are you saving that? I think they're saving that. Okay. Um, but again, this is one of those things. Everybody wants to beat the shit out of everybody else. Yeah. Hey. I like it. I like it. Then Battle of the Belts was on right after excuse me uh arch cassidy defeated john silver to retain not a big surprise um we had a promo from johnny wasn't hungry enough huh apparently not um andrade had a promo with lexi nair um they were interrupted by cj perry so perhaps that will be a future combination okay uh they added a a world tv title match joey samoe merc tony niece Okay. And then, uh, after was he the, pretty decent? Uh, hard to say. Yeah. Uh, after the match, Joe cuts a promo on MJF. Um, <laughs> again, great lines from Joe. He said, uh, to Max that he's given him the gift of foresight. I'm coming for the world title and you can do what you want with that information. <laughs> you can give me the belt or I can take it from you. Fuck Hell yeah, yeah, Joe. Let's yeah. Do the thing. Um, Chris Atlander defeated Willow Nightingale. All indications were this match was very, very good. Okay. Then Lexi Nair backstage with Orange Cassidy. Uh, OC talks about <laughs> John Silver kicking very hard. Okay. <laughs> then, uh, talked about the whole incident before his match where John Moxley got into his face, uh, because they're continuing that. And he said, you know what? Danielson yeah. and Claudio got in my face too. So Philadelphia, Danielson, Claudio, how about you go against me and Okada? <laughs> Orange Cassidy and Okada against he Brian just, like, Danielson and Claudio Castagnoli this week on Dynamite. You can just summon Okada. To, is that like the power of chaos? You can just summon, <laughs> summon Okada to, to show up. All right, let's fucking go. Uh, I, I'm fucking right. You know, uh, absolutely jaw-dropping addition to wow. the Philly. Yeah, I was not expecting that. Yeah, to the Philly Dynamite, which really needed some uh, additions. Uh, not that it was a bad card per se, but it was not as strong as, say, the past few weeks have been. Now yeah. fucking Okada's going to be there. Um, well, fucking do it. Yeah, so uh, coming up uh, this week on Dynamite, we got MJF against Juice Robinson for the Dynamite Diamond Ring. Okay. Rob Van Dam and Hook. Will be in action in Philadelphia. ECW. Philadelphia. Yeah. Uh, Tony Khan has a gift for Sting. There's going to be a sit down with Chris Jericho. Probably to put over Hobbs. <sighs> Jim Ross. Yeah. Sorry. Damn it. And Orange Cassidy and Okada will be going against Brian Danielson and Claudio Castagnoli on my television in 2023. Have, have Claudio and Okada tangled before? Ah. <sighs> Oh, uh, in in the uh, six man uh, never six man tag title match earlier this year, um, which was Claudio's New Japan debut. Um, I, for, oh. I think it was on Dominion. All okay. I know is it was an instance where Claudio got to the venue halfway through the show because of right, delayed. right, right, right. That's right. I remember now. And uh, the last match of uh, Battle of the Belts was the acclaimed against An- uh, Angelo Parker, Matt Menard, and Daniel Garcia. Really, the most important note here is 
The acclaimed came out supported by Grizz the Grizzly Bear, the mascot of the Memphis Grizzlies. Okay. You will be not surprised to know that the acclaimed and Father Butt retained. I am not surprised to hear that. Okay. All right. But that's a lot of it's a lot of it's a lot of action there. A lot of action. We we got we got Bullet Club Gold and MJFs to do. We've got Adam Cole, the Kingdom, and the Acclaimed all involved in that also. Mm-hmm. You've got Joey Samoe and Kenny Omega and Wardlow all coming for MJF at the same time. Yeah. You've got House of Black going after the Bucks. Blackpool Combat Club. Yeah. And FTR. So they want all the gold. And yeah. at the same time, OC and John Moxley still have their whole thing. Right. Enough where OC has the power to summon Okada. Yeah, that's a, that's a strong summoning charm used there. Akio Okada. The Roughhouse Podcast is a weekly podcast fueled by coffee, pizza rolls, and the stench of dirty litter boxes. Follow Christoph and Marty on Twitter at RoughhouseSGW, at Facebook.com slash The Roughhouse Podcast, and at Patreon.com slash The Roughhouse Podcast for early access to episodes, exclusive podcasts, Roughhouse Redos, and Roughhouse Divided Movie Trivia Games. New episodes drop every single Monday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Subscribe, motherfuckers! This is the, the Rough, House, Rough Pod. House uh podcast with Justin and Christoph. That's it. Fuck Christoph. He's terrible with his information. Okay. Hey, this is The Rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis, and listen up, because this is the Rough House podcast with Marty and my least favorite man on the planet, Christoph. Do you have a little wrestling fan who's just bad at math? Are you worried they won't get their multiplication tables this year? Well, Booker T is here to help you with learning math with Booker T. Bob Tap! Bob Tap! Bob Tap! Booker T will help you with your multiplication like what? Bob Tap! 25 is. Or what? Bob Tap! 8 is. If you order now, we'll throw in another educational tape for you. Learning fractions and percentages with Scott Steiner. So, small Joe, you take your 33 and a third chance, minus my 25% chance, and you've got an 8 and a third chance of winning. That's learning math with Booker T. And if you can't learn math with Booker T, you are definitely a sucker!